so we're talking to the speakers of Arctic 15 First Stockholm edition. And my first guest for today is Klaus Mikkel. Thank you very much for having time for this interview. Uh, please tell our listeners like a very short intro about yourself before we go any further. Great. So, yeah. So, Klaus Mikkel Nilsson, based in Helsinki, but uh, Finnish Norwegian. So, this kind of a Nordic profile, I would say. Uh, currently working for Nordic Ninja. So, work as the investment director and, and managing more or less the deal flow and, and, and any kind of activity related to... PR and so on. I've uh, previously been actively involved with the angel community in the Nordics, so I've been uh, running and building the Finnish Business Angel Network, so one of the largest angel networks in the world. So very know quite well the early stage investment scene in the Nordics, and now uh, yeah, happy to learn and educate and link the Nordic startup and scale-up ecosystem with, with the larger A-round investments with the Japanese twist of Nordic Ninja. All right, and for listeners, I'd like to remind that you can listen to the interview with uh, Fiban, current head ML Gailey, in one of the last episodes of the last year. Um, but, well, back to Arctic 15. I know that you'll be on stage today, so what will be your role there? Yeah, so I have the pleasure of uh, hosting the mobility track as Arctic 15. It's the first time it's held here in Stockholm. We have been had the luxury of being in Finland. We've been attending that event several times, so-called the little brother of slush. So, uh, it, yeah, it's uh, the main purpose of Arctic 15, of, of course, is to have a very effective meetings between the startups and investors. So, so deal matching platform is the most valuable part. But just to entertain, give some updates. So, yes, the different tracks as they are now available here at Arctic 15. So, uh, mobility track so that's something i'm really excited about as uh, very close to our heart from the investment uh, team of nordic ninja as well as a person close to the investment circles let's call it this way uh, how do you usually choose a startup to invest to what's your opinion about how investors usually choose a startup Ah, well, as highlighted in many of the talks here as well, so, uh, well, venture investments, it, it's all about trust. It's super simple, uh, depending on how much you uh, do your due diligence and analyze it still, how you trust that person and team. So you basically mean, I trust you, here's my money. Uh, well, it has to be so. It's, it's, a, it's a risk investment business and it's, it's super simple in the sense uh, anybody can be an investor. It's just uh, how you formalize the investment. But if you have money in your bank account, even cash, you can give it to somebody and hopefully you'll get that back in somehow with some kind of a profit. So that's technically investment, but making it as a profession and especially on the venture capital level where you invest on behalf of other people's money. So it's all about trust. So you have to have the trust from those who trust you with their investment sum, and then, of course, those uh, magic makers, those entrepreneurs that actually, well, build their dreams and, and realize some of those visions in some reality and make the world a bit better place. So then, of course, that, that makes venture investment the most exciting part, not just the profits, but, of course, solving some crucial problems. So now we can only wish all the startups who are here today to meet their dream investor and that make their dream come true. Do you think that the other investors and speakers of the panel that you will be facilitating today will agree with you? What is happening there on stage? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm 100% fully. It's uh, everybody here is. It's all about the trust level. But then again, well, as as knowing the the investment stages, so this uh, angel level, those individuals who make uh, the the first bet, more or less. So of course they rely. Uh, on, on, to simplify it's two things they put their money on the, the team and the scalability potential so it's, it's purely about the team and as typically on the startup level there is nothing to show actually so there's just a maybe even just an idea on the on the VC level on a more like a venture especially like ourselves we do the, the series A level so around million plus on the Nordic twist 
So, so of course, there the, the two main focuses is also the scalability. But uh, even a bit more from the team, we assume the team is okay, but it's more about the financials. So scalability and financials and how those correlate. So we had the luxury on the venture VC level, we get to look at the early work that the angel level, the early... Yeah, those active entrepreneurs have already been able to build. But to be able to scale it up, as that's our focus aim. So that's more or less to, to put the money on the financials. So what we're going to see here at Arctic 15, of course, it's a lot about uh, the, the meetings happening here is just to get that first trust, that next meeting potential. It's a fast speed of, of, of 15, 20 minute setup. So just getting that first interest to, to continue the discussions. Is it your first Arctic 15 or have you been to it before in uh, Helsinki version? Oh yeah, I've been at Arctic 15 since I think the first one was around 2010-ish. So uh, 2011, I didn't attend the first first one, so the second one. So uh, yeah, they, there's been plenty and uh, definitely this, I said, uh, those in Helsinki, we have Slush. And that's a massive inspirational event. Arctic 15, that's Consider as the, the the purely professional event for the heavy deal matchmaking. It's always worked very well. It had very just simple things making matchmaking very valuable. And what makes it interesting being around in Scandinavia and, and especially in Stockholm, the, the the startup events they they haven't had this level of, of matchmaking system uh, it, it's very because Sweden is more clustered it's more specific super exciting more more segmented uh, area so so that's why Arctic 15 has been more cross-level actor on, on uniting the whole community so this is why it, it's super exciting to see how Arctic 15 is working to to benefit the, the Stockholm Swedish related companies to match with investors as well so uh, I think everybody is super excited to get the feedback how it actually works and is it benefiting beneficial or not. But uh, so far, the, the early morning activity seems very, very promising. All right. So let's see where the Arctic 15 Stockholm edition will have to unite the separated and fragmented ecosystem of, of Sweden. Let's wish them good luck with that. And I'm happy that your morning was promising. I guess I'm out of questions for now. Thank you very much for the interview and hope you have a great day today. And of course, good luck with your stage time. Thank you very much. I would like to precise not fragment, but segmented. It's more specific in that sense. So, so of course, Stockholm is, is, uh, is the, the, one of the leading star of the Nordic ecosystem. The, the world looks at the startup ecosystem. Of course, they look at the Nordics, not so much of just Helsinki, not just Tampere, but it's the Nordics. So that, that's my message also to those listeners, that, that please use the Nordic brand. It's, it's very much of, of united. The whole culture is very similar in all the Nordic countries. But, but then again, as, as a brand, it, it gives a much more interest level, especially working with the Japanese. The, there is a Nordic interest. So so flying into the Nordics, maybe Helsinki, then dropping by all the main cities. So, so please use the, the big family element. So good to meet most of those here at Arctic 15 as well. Right. Thank you. And we continue in Arctic 15 day. It's still day one and it's speaker two, so to say. Um, it's quite a vivid event. Lots of people both from Finland and Sweden here. So our next guest is Pontus. Pontus, would you please introduce yourself to our listeners? All right. My name is Pontus Strollman. I'm a partner at Voima Ventures. I'm an enthusiastic entrepreneur and I'm a father of two boys. I, I spend a lot of evenings and, and weekends on off the, the football field or hockey rink 
dreaming about fantastic ventures and, and cheering my boys to victory. Do you also do the same stuff with the startups you invest in? I definitely do. I, I always want to sort of dream the big picture with the entrepreneurs. However, the difference is, of course, that that with the entrepreneurs, it's it's their dream and their vision that I try to support. And an investor can't sort of uh, build great companies, but we can support great entrepreneurs to build great companies. Have you had many meetings uh, at Arctic 15 in Stockholm already? Do you feel that there are some startups that you would like to support in the future? I haven't actually, to be honest, yet had the time to look at startups that much. We do a lot of, of presentations on, on our portfolio, so we, we try and help our current investments to, to uh, find better investors with even deeper pockets. So, so these kind of events are very useful for us, but we mostly work with our current portfolio companies here. All right, and you're one of the speakers of Arctic 15 Stockholm. Uh, so could you please elaborate what your stage time will be about? I will be moderating the AI and data track. And of course, I mean, AI and data, they are, they are important elements of deep tech, which Voima Venture is a deep tech investor and, and AI, then of course, one important part of that one. So I will be hopefully guiding through the audience what, what the newest, latest trends within artificial intelligence and data is all about. Why this track? Is it some kind of a path that Voima Ventures is mostly interested now investing in AI? Is it your personal interest or is it was just team of Arctic called you and say like, hello Pontos, could you please, you know, take care of this track? We need someone smart, smart enough to understand what those uh, tech guys are talking about, those IT people. Uh, I think it's a little of everything, but certainly it's certainly a personal interest of mine to really try and figure out the possibilities that, that we have within venture if we utilize artificial intelligence. And I think that there are a lot of excellent startups that, that have found some kind of proprietary data or even open source data that they've been able to utilize in a, in a very effective and, and intuitive way and, and just completely disrupting old services, for instance. So it's, it's a personal interest of mine and then they just needed someone and asked me. Of course, I wish you all the luck with your, with your track. Have you been to Arctic 15 events before in Helsinki? Sure, I've been, uh, I think, I haven't counted, but I, I really love all the Arctic 15 events. I, I think that they are very effective and you meet, you meet all the right people. So, so the, I've definitely enjoyed them and, and will certainly be in, in the following events as well. All right, so hopefully Arctic 15 team is listening to this podcast as well. So here's Pontos. He would like to join to the next events. Maybe you can give him some discounted tickets for the next one for a bit of promotion of you uh, and to me as well, because I'm doing the same stuff probably. Yeah, um, speaking of Arctic, do you notice any differences between the classical version in Helsinki and this spin-off in Stockholm? 
Well, it's of course early days, so so I, I don't know. I certainly hope that there are, are differences uh, because we'd really love to meet new people as well. And and I think that the team, at least uh, for me, the, the beginning has been good because I've really met new people and and uh, not just the usual suspects, which which we could meet back in Helsinki. So. So I definitely see the value in, in coming to Stockholm and meeting new people. Do you generally see much difference between Finnish and Swedish startup ecosystem? Or is it more like we're all Nordic, we're all the same? Well, I, I think we have our strengths and, and Sweden has their strengths. I, and sometimes even to a, to a stereotypical degree, I think that we are really good in Finland at, at building different technological solutions, whereas they might be better here to commercializing those solutions. So they're good at bragging, let's be honest. Yeah, they're good at bragging, they're, but it's not only about bragging, it, it's more that they are comfortable in being open uh, about what they are, who they are, what they are making and then feeling that sense of pride in, in what they do. And, and we definitely need to learn from the Swedes. And, and in all honesty, I think that in many ways we have we have fantastic founders from all over the, the Nordic and Baltic regions these days with these fantastic entrepreneurs who, who you can, you know, put on a plane and fly to, to the valley and, and uh, they will be they will be just as good as anyone. Speaking of flying somewhere, what are the next events we can meet you in? We have this Deep Tech Day coming up next week, which we are organizing together with uh, Lifeline Ventures and Wave Ventures. Mm -hmm. So if, if you have a, a science team that, that is planning on a spin-off, do look me up on, on LinkedIn and... and uh, asked to join because we, we are trying to build this event where we could we could gather everyone who, who's interested in in founding a science-based startup in Finland and, and making a joint gathering so that we could we could start really strengthening and building an ecosystem around these science-based startups. This event will be in, in, in the capital region. We will also in the future organize them in other parts of, of the country. But yeah, I mean, if, if you want to meet me and, and you have a science-based startup, look me up somewhere, ping me and, and we'll get in touch. All right. Do you also plan to dedicate some time to meet in some startups and schedule some meeting off stage, or are you mostly like hanging around with other speakers and media? I definitely want people to to just you know whenever I have a free time, come and pull me by the sleeve, and then especially if if you have a deep tech startup and and you you're building something really cool that then you have a, a good IP portfolio around you, then then. You should you should definitely come and talk. Come and talk to Pontus and also let's just talk more. Let's meet new people today at Arctic 15. Thank you very much for this interview and I wish you a great time at the end of the event. Thank you. Thank you. 
So this is Arctic 15 uh, Stockholm. We are doing the second day recordings and we have invited to our improvised studio. Okay, let's be honest, it's a corner in the media room. We have invited one more speaker who just came out of stage. Um, that was an interesting panel. That was a great discussion. Thank you very much for having time for this interview, Aline. Uh, probably we'll start with the classical thing. Could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Thank you for the invitation to join the podcast. My name is Alinit Sansabel, and I'm a microbiologist and bioengineer and founder of uh, Yogatme, which is a company that is creating a sci- science-based way, a solution to deliver functional ingredients through foods. Uh, I'm a gut hacker, and I love uh, cooking foods with microbes, and that was actually what helped uh, or what, uh, what, what inspired me to create yogurt me. All right. So you're uh, not a ex-business student. You're a microbiologist. Yes. How crazy was it for you to step from research into the startup world? It has been a big change because, I mean, it's a complete different mindset and a complete different way of working from working like developing knowledge and science and then trying to find the commercial application for that science. Uh, So it has been an exciting journey. I started my business two years ago and uh, since then it has been a very learnful uh, experience together with my team. All right. And you were part of the Deep Tech panel, right? Um, Could you please elaborate a bit more first about what your startup is? So, uh, our startup, we are creating a smart consumer appliance, a smart device to produce personalized functional foods on demand. Uh, It's kind of an espresso for yogurt, we can say this way, that we enable the production of uh, plant-based dairy alternatives containing uh, probiotics and prebiotics, which is much better to our health, very fresh, and also to our planet. So, you produce exactly what you need and um, and the personalization is based both in your personal uh, nutritional needs but also based on your taste the type of uh, imagine if you could customize your yogurt based on uh, how you like it more acidic more creamy and so on all right that sounds interesting for me as a uh, huge fan of dairy products actually i would have tried that have you met other interesting people during arctic 15 have you had time to, we'll, we'll go back to your stage time, but have, how was your experience about the event? It has been a great event indeed. Like I met a lot of interesting people, a lot of investors, which is not so common in uh, startup events. It's a rate to more, uh, much more investors than startups and so on. And, um, and the startups that are here too, very interesting. The other two, two that were presenting at the Deep Tech panel, super, super interesting. And uh, it's been... All right. So how did the panel go? What was the topic and what was your point in it? Yes. So we are talking about how to build lean Deep Tech startups. So Deep Tech startups are startups that are based in uh, high tech uh, so they have a much longer product cycles. It's a completely different dynamics from building a software uh, lean startup. And um, therefore, it's much more challenging, much more risky to build deep tech. And, um, and our take uh, was like one big take was the, to include the think about the consumer, um, the user case or the application of your technology 
from the beginning of the development of your new product, of your new technological product, because one a big problem that deep tech companies or academic uh, based uh, uh, spin-offs is that they focus too much in the knowledge, in the technology and forget that for it to be commercially uh, viable it needs to have uh, commercial value. So in some cases it ends up being a company that has a solution that needs to be looking for a problem to be solved. So it's important to understand the different scenarios or different cases that the, the technology can be used and uh, from the beginning of your development. Do you think that events like Arctic 15 or any startup events can be also used for validation your product and getting some feedback? Definitely. It gives a lot of exposure. Like Being on stage here gave uh, a lot of exposure, not only today, but even before the event. I got a lot of contacts through the... Um, the meeting room platform that is the, the digital platform for the um, for the Arctic 15, and uh, and it opened opportunities both for yeah, fundraising, like we will soon be uh, raising our our first round, uh, but also for partners, and so so it's very valuable to join uh, events like Arctic 15. All right. That was actually a quite interesting track, deep tech track this time because they're mostly into biology this time. At least my feeling. I was expecting more, I don't know, some laser rocket science. <laughs> But it was like, yeah, let's uh, eat some useful bacteria, let's treat cancer, this kind of stuff. Have you had a possibility to listen to other speeches? Uh, yesterday I joined the, the health track where we were talking about personalized nutrition. So Lars from the Bosch uh, startup lab, he was talking about how consumer appliances are being developed for... Um, yeah, using personalized nutrition strategies to deliver personalized food products for consumers, bringing healthier uh, solutions for the consumer's kitchen. And that was very interesting and very aligned to what we are doing at Yoga Me. And, uh, and it's very exciting to see that uh, personalization is very near. It's not something that we will have in 10 years. Much sooner than that, we will start having uh, solutions like that coming up into the market. About your startup a bit more, just got curious. Where are you physically situated? So we are based here in Stockholm. Uh, we have our office at the AG2 Health Hub, which is a health hub for digital health um, startups. And uh, as I said, we started last year uh, here in Stockholm, and we have been based actually both here and in Denmark. So we were part of the Plus Impact Accelerator with Singularity Nordics and uh, Danske Banken last year, and also part of the Antler First Nordic cohort. So we have been moving around. And uh, right now we are in a very early phase, prototype, developing our prototype, getting our proof of concept ready. And um, yes, basically that's where we are. <laughs> And I think that Stockholm is a very interesting place to be, very innovative, very supportive to startup. We have a very supportive ecosystem here. That definitely sounds like we should explore more into Stockholm startup ecosystem. Hopefully one day we'll do a special episode of uh, Tribecast at Stockholm. Thank you very much, Elena, for having time for this interview. Of course, I wish you all the luck with uh, growing your startup further and hope to see you in the future on the coming events. Thank you. It was a pleasure to have a talk with you all.
And last but not the least, we are having the CEO of Arctic Startup. We're wrapping up the Arctic 15 uh, first edition of Stockholm with this special interview with this very special guy. Thank you very much, Jan, for having time for this interview. It was a great event for me. But before we talk about event, let's introduce you to our listeners, because some of them have seen your photos. Some of them have seen posts about you. Of course, pretty much everybody heard about you being the new CEO. But who are you? Well, I'm Jan Ameri, born raised in Finland, and uh, I've been entrepreneur for more than 21 years. And uh, I started '98. We, we did it like a website, 3D animations, and then we moved into mo- mobile gaming or cross-media gaming with SMS and television and internet combination. I did those stuff like 20 plus years ago, mobile stuff. Then I've been doing other stuff like a health real startup which converted into gaming company and uh, then been in import business a little bit in the entertainment business and then then i had my was it like fourth company or fifth company going on and then it was like a startup and uh, then it didn't go so well and then i just i've been reading i had been reading news Arctic startup news from 2009 10 11 something like that and then i saw oh they were looking for volunteers for 2012 Arctic 15, which was the second edition. I said, oh, I've been going to so many events. Maybe it's interesting to see how it looks from the inside of the event. And then I went there, and I was volunteering. It was fun, and I enjoyed it. And then two weeks later, the founders shut down the whole company. They announced that they shut down the company. I said, okay, wow, whatever. And then they gave, the, one month later, they gave the company to the guys who were working there, Greg and Dimitri, and then I started asking them, they start, took over the media side, and then, hey, are you guys going to do Arctic 15? I want to volunteer again, and they were busy with the media, writing news, and I keep bugging them, hey, are you going to do the Arctic 15? I want to volunteer, and at some point, they got sick of my request, and they said, okay, Jan, you look so interested about this, are you going to do it? I said, okay, let me think about it. And then I had my previous startup just like shutting it down or putting in a pause. I said, okay, whatever, I'll do it. And then that's how I become the event director for Arctic 15. We did the first one 2014, so that's like six, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And now we've been doing And then they asked me to join as a partner after the first one, basically. All right, so basically it all started from your interest. And I should say that this event has raised quite a lot of interest because the basic question was why to go to Stockholm if the event is successful in Helsinki. So why did you do that? Well, over the years, as we've been fine-tuning and improving our success formula in Helsinki, obviously and focusing on the matchmaking, when international guests have come and they've experienced something new, that, hey, we need something like this, in our city or in our country and these requests have been like every year coming from different places and quite many of those actually came from Stockholm. It's a surprise for us because Stockholm has a great ecosystem, a lot of big players, a lot of companies, but not like this matchmaking focused startup event exists. So we and then we're okay, blah, 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 waiting, listening. And then at some point, so many and okay then we just okay why don't we try and like let's do scouting then i spent like one year about talking to various people in the stockholm ecosystem if we would bring what would be the right angle to come right time to come and like that, that and then it took like one year of preparation then okay let's do it and then we focused idea was that we will focus more on like a scale up and growth companies not so much on the early stage because there's many great early stage startup events here already and then 
we can, okay, let's go for like an Arctic 15 Stockholm Nordic growth as a team and focus more on the growth, but of course, and then invite a lot of international investors in. And that was pretty much what we were able to achieve. We thought, target, okay, let's aim for a few hundred people the first year, and we actually, we had more than 550 resistance, and I think it was like 170 investors, and more than 100 of those investors were actually non-Swedish investors. I heard them, um, it's not a fact, but like uh, some of the local who'd been around here in the Stockholm ecosystem, they said, uh, I don't, they said that maybe no, no ever startup event had had more than 100 international investors in Stockholm before. So I, that's the first time we're doing, and did it from the Helsinki, so we're quite happy and surprised about also. And the reception of the event from the locals and other who been here it's been quite really positive so far i would say that my feeling about the event correspond with what you're saying because all the startups and investors i talk to say that it's a very good range of startups towards investors it's very diverse scene so you have uh Startups are mostly Finnish and Swedish, but the investors are all over Nordics, and I've met some German people and Polish people. So that's that sounds interesting. Um, so it's second day; it's almost done. If you look back on those two days, how do you feel? What has been achieved besides this startup investor range? And if I may ask, what's the thing which you feel that you still haven't done, though you planned to? Well, overall, of course, really happy that we were able to get all these people to join, and then they had. I would say that they, a lot of local people, they get a whole new experience, which they haven't experienced in a startup event before. Mm-hmm. So that's, I would say that because maybe we, because we were a little bit under the radar, not so big promotion, focus on getting good quality people in for the first time. And I think we made like a positive impression that could build ground if you want to do it again here. And like from the investors, we have some even flew in from Canada, from U.S., from France. So it was quite international, actually, the investors lot also. And also startups from Baltics came. Yeah, all right. That's That does sound good. Um, about the uh, stage part of the event, I managed to hear a few speeches and one panel full, not to mention a few parts of coming and leaving. That was interesting, and that was quite diverse. Um, how would you name the main focus of this event? Obviously, the main focus of the event is the networking and the matchmaking and meeting people. But we have we like to make it a very good combination of like a networking, great content, and then also some good food available. And that, and the content part, how we split it in in. Stockholm first time we, we chose 10 different tracks with different teams. It can be like industry specific, like a mobility or health or fintech, or then like a general topic like a exits or scaling. And then we formulate and we invite like top investors, top entrepreneurs telling their stories. So, and that's like how we build the program for the stage. All right. Um, now it's time to look into the future because Arctic 15 Helsinki is already somewhere on the horizon. We can see some bright light from that side. What do we expect from Arctic 15 Helsinki? Oh, Arctic 15 Helsinki is going to be made 26, 27, 2020, so three and a half months from now. So we're going to be, now we'll be so focused on Stockholm, so now we need to ramp up our operation towards Helsinki. But I would say that we will have some changes from the past years. Of course, I'm the new CEO, and then we've been doing pretty much the same formula because we want to fine-tune it to work, but no, you can't. When you read something, you need to always try to innovate and improve and change. I think we're in Helsinki, we're going to see much bigger deal room.
I would say that would be the main thing. And then the looking at the stage program, hopefully that's my goal, at least to make it more interactive, more intimate and interactive stage program. So more possibility of questions from the audience? Probably, yes. I cannot guarantee that now 100%, but the problem is that we have so many speakers and so little of time. So how do you balance that out? And then it's very difficult to have. But I believe the plan is to put some more Q&A interactivity into the. And maybe the stage will be physically smaller, I would say. And we might not have two big stages. One might be only one more intimate and it's going to be more intense. That's the gut feeling I have now. I'm not guaranteeing anything, but that's the towards the thoughts we've been doing and looking a little bit on the new floor plan. All right, so there was a bit of a, not even a spoiler alert, a bit of a trailer. It's like, you know, because when you watch a movie trailer, you actually never know what it will be about. It can be whatever, because they mix and reshape all on the go. When will we know more, at least when will uh, the ticket sale open? Can you tell us that? The ticket sale has been open already since last fall, but now we will start slowly publishing more speakers and more detail on the program in the I would say in the coming few weeks you'll see here the first speaker announced and then bit by bit more and more. All right, so it's high time to check whether it's worth or not for everybody of our listeners to come to Helsinki. It's uh, 26th and 27th of May. Right. I hear. Do you also uh, do it in the same venue? Uh, we have the same venue booked, but we are still exploring new options, but it's not 100 If if nothing else happens, we will be in Cable Factory. But we we have we are still a little bit exploring on some couple of venues. But most likely, it will be Cable Factory. And I should say that for me, Arctic 15 is not about very diverse and very interesting matchmaking and good food. It's always about the good venue. Not that much about uh, decoration, in a sense, but about the practicalities, the quietness of the media room, the good overview, and Usually somewhere near the water. I don't know if you noticed it. But the first thing I saw when I looked on the map of this uh, Munich Bruggeri, where we are now, uh, is that it's next to the water. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll go during my lunch break, watch watch the water. I, I should say I love this part of Arctic 15 and Helsinki. All right. Uh, so thank you very much for this interview. Uh, thank you very much for these two days, which were really thought-provoking and inspiring and generally fascinating for me. I wish you good luck with the Helsinki event. See you in Helsinki. Thank you so much and see you in Helsinki.